if anything, it, it, it keeps us a little bit drier because the main storm track is, dis- is displaced to the south. A typical El Nino keeps us wet uh, across the southwest, across uh, the southern plains, and across the southeast. Uh, it keeps us cool. But you mentioned the warm, record-setting December. That was unbelievable. But what was in play there is something called the Arctic Oscillation. It was positive. So the jet stream, the westerly winds were very, very strong, keeping the wind, the cold air bottled up into Canada. Now it has gone negative and strongly negative, so that's allowed the westerlies to weaken and the cold air to dump uh, over the Great Lakes. Now, if one of these storms that comes in off the Pacific happens to meet up with one of these shots of cold air coming down from Canada, uh, we could get a heck of an East Coast storm. That's trying to happen, but it hasn't quite linked up yet. We'll see. Well, we've seen uh, record flooding, uh, historic flooding, along the Mississippi River uh, in uh, uh, recent weeks. The weather pattern we're in right now, uh, you know, it's cold, we've got some snow on the ground, but if it suddenly warmed up and we got uh, a gully washer, uh, I would think that that rain uh, and and the warmer temperatures would melt all that snow that's already there, and that could pose uh, some flooding problems. We usually don't worry about flooding in the winter, but, uh, you know, it's it's something we, we, we ought to be prepared for. Absolutely. If we lose that cold air push, uh, keeping us kind of chilled, if you will, and all of a sudden we get the December kind of warmth that we have, I don't think that's going to happen. But if that were to happen, you're right, with the snow and then you throw that kind of water on top of it, we've got an absolute catastrophe on our hands. We know the El Nino signal itself will be waning. What we don't know about El Nino is is how like a like a turbine. You know, once you shut that thing off, it still spins for a while. Well, El Nino impacts still occur for a while, even after the signal, uh, if you will, goes goes toward neutral, which could happen late spring uh, into early summer. As much as we want to hang everything on El Nino, frankly, frankly, uh, in this business, we don't know everything about it. But we know that it is warmer water. Warmer water out of the atmosphere means potentially an end result of wetter conditions coming out of that. And we absolutely saw that in December across the nation's breadbasket in Midwest. A few years ago, we had a very heavy rainstorm uh, that uh, moved through Metro Detroit, dumped several inches of rain, caused a lot of flooding problems. Uh, that can happen uh, any time. How can individuals uh, assess their own property's flood risk? What resources are available for uh, people who uh, might think they need flood insurance? Well, first of all, you mentioned this, this rain event, and I think it's important to note, with or without the El Nino signal. We know we have a warming planet. A warmer planet holds more water vapor. The physics of the atmosphere are still the same. But if you've got more water added to that formula, you're going to be able to squeeze out more water. So people that in the past may have been on the cusp of being at a flood risk could be at one now just simply because of our Earth that has warmed, uh, especially over the last 30 years. So, so I just want to throw that out there. But in terms of assessing your flood risk, first thing you have to realize is, first of all, your homeowner's insurance policy does not cover flooding. That's the first thing. That is a separate policy. Uh, you need to assess your risk by going online, floodsmart.gov. There's a real simple tool. It tells you if you're in a floodplain. It tells you what your flood risk is. You can contact your insurance provider, and they will help you attain uh, flood insurance, okay, which is usually done through the federal government. But those, I mean, if you just take Detroit, for example, 1.8 million households in Detroit, 12,000 of them uh, have policies in force right now. The average cost of that policy as of 2014 was 